0: All right. Welcome back to another Red Cedar Wrap. This week, Matt and I are going to jump right in into basketball. Intense week coming up with a lot of ranked games left on the schedule. Then we get back to football coaching just to kind of wrap it up uh, before we know who our last couple coaches are. Let's get it.
1: Spartan Marching Band.
0: Matty Ice back with it in a big, big, big ten week. Multiple crucial games coming up here. Basically, what I'm saying, there's some hope. There's some hope left with it.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a log jam for second place like that. <laughs> you know, this is like the time of year where you start doing bracketology. You start doing like the Big Ten tournament scenario. You know, you put in who you thinks gonna win, like. I tried to do that yesterday and there are so many scenarios where we can like finish we can't get first, but I wouldn't even I wasn't that way all the way from like second to like sixth.
0: Which is like, ridiculous. More, like, you can't really even you can't even time know time. if you're gonna get the double bye week at this point, which
1: So many teams are in play for it. It's crazy.
0: And everyone plays everyone. So it could it, honestly, it could kind of stay this way. Where a lot of tiebreakers are going to have to rule these out,
1: it will for sure. Like, there's definitely going to be teams with the same record.
0: Have I mean, you looked at the tiebreakers yet?
1: For, well, it's head to head, obviously first. Okay. because I haven't, I t- haven't If you tied up. with two teams in the same record, I say it's three teams at the same record. It's like a round robin of those three. Who's the best out of those three teams? Oh God. And I can't even look much farther than that. That's like what
0: I already know. If we win on Tuesday, all Wednesday, i gonna spend up. A- Understanding that way more than I do. I think I've done it before too.
1: Yeah, huge game, right? Like, I, and, and
0: it's super like, it's like if there's two teams, if there's three teams, if there's four teams or more, like there's like rules for each type of situation. Yeah. I mean, I just hope it doesn't come to overall record because that's where we're going to lose to a lot of these teams.
1: Yeah, I don't know how much the overall record, I'd look into that obviously for the, the tiebreakers, but. We're pretty much down the middle of like head-to-head stuff. Like Who's ahead of us? Like Penn State right now owns the tiebreaker, but we play them. Iowa and us, will have one game against them tomorrow, figure out that tiebreaker. Wisconsin and us split, so there's no tiebreaker there. We're the, over Illinois. Illinois, we're over. And Michigan's coming on up. We're, we split with them. So it's like some teams we got good to set up a tiebreaker, some we don't. We really want that double buy. We talked about it last podcast. Double buy is what you have to play for at this point. More than likely, we're not winning the Big Ten. So, getting that double buy is crucial.
0: Yeah, because if you think about it, right? Because Maryland will have to lose minimal two games to tie us. And even then, I don't know if we'll win. And if one of those is us beating them and we have the head-to-head, I don't even know if that's even possible for us to jump them. So, they got to lose three out of their last four games, which is a little possible.
1: Yeah, there's so many good teams in the Big Ten that really, like other than Northwestern and Nebraska, I mean, Purdue's looking pretty bad now too, but I would have been throwing in with the bottom two at any. Yeah, Since if you're playing hard. Purdue at at, pr- yeah. at Purdue, it's still yeah. a hostile tough environment. Game. So like, I, stuff's gonna happen this week, next week, where like we didn't see it coming. It throws like, who's to say Maryland going to Minnesota? Like Minnesota is one of the bottom half teams, but playing they're tough at in home. Minneapolis, like that's a tough game. Yep. There's no really easy game. Everybody, these last four games for five for. Illinois, Nebraska—they play tonight. Like everyone can lose pretty much every game. Though it's really they can win every game. Like I can though. see us losing every game left. I can yeah. See us winning yep. Every game. Like, yep. I Yep. See us losing yep. winning every game. So it's
0: like, well, you know, we got a really tough one. I mean, we're playing four ranked opponents. We're playing the top three above us and yeah. Ohio State, who's hot right now. And we already thought Ohio State was going to be good, regardless of it. Also, team,
1: though, too. You know, like every team is ranked we have left. Like that's
0: going to be the hardest. That'd be a great resume builder if we go four and zero right here. Just saying.
1: It would be huge, man. So we
0: need some. We need some like ranked quad win, quadrant one wins.
1: We do for sure. Like you look at the bracketology right now, we're pretty much anywhere from like a five to six seed. That's what you're seeing.
0: I'd love five. to jump up to a three. I know that's that's Ooh, asking Jake, a lot. That's a lot. Of- I think the highest... Ooh, would Jake,
1: a, that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I think the highest we probably going get is going to be a four. Four. No, I, I hear you. I, I hear you. If we won out and then won the Big, the Big, 10, Big Ten, that's then what then I'm saying. You could be a three, but like, that's, that's not... realistic. That's I mean, that line.
0: would be, that'd be saying we beat four ranked teams, Yep. right? And then you go in, you get the double bye, and you're going to play one of those ranked teams again. So you could end up with two or three, you know, or I'm sorry, five or six, Ranked opponents. Yeah. Uh, yeah, And then it's. And who's hot hot now? Who's hot now?
1: You're going to see at least
0: two teams, I'd say. But realistically, yeah, I I don't believe
1: that. You're going to see two ranked teams. You make the finals.
0: So if we wanted to win, if you wanted to win these four games, what needs to happen these four games? What's like the most crucial. Like if you could pick one thing the Spartans need to focus on that you think would translate to better probability of winning these four games, what do you think is the thing that this team could do and focus on? That has been one crucial. Thing.
1: Yep. It's, one. To, to me it's, it's it's the third score. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say turnovers, but I mean that's too easy. And we actually just won a game where we had twenty one <laughs> turnovers by like twenty points. Yeah. So I'm going to say the third score, which we kind of we saw on Thursday against Nebraska. We had Aaron Henry and Gabe Brown both go off.
0: Yeah. So All right. I,
1: it's going to be probably one of those two, maybe Rocket, but I really think it's got to be Aaron or it's got to be Gabe. The third score is the key for us to be able to get good wins down the stretch.
0: I'm going to go on the opposite end. I'm going to say it's going to be crucial in rebounding. We are getting crushed on the boards. And it's if we shot. can start – Wait, and if we can start rebounding, you know the the teams that get the second, third opportunities, and then just crush us in that. I really think if we start getting the boards and handling that, and just running Spartan basketball, I think the shots will come after that. But boards are going to be my biggest thing going into these last four games, especially with some of uh, the better teams coming up here.
1: Yeah, I mean rebounding is huge for sure. That's like a staple of Michigan State basketball.
0: Which is disappointing, right?
1: Don't get out-rebounded. Out-rebounded, like, especially the offensive rebounds that we've been giving up. It's like, we have to work so hard on defense for us, the way we play, the tough man-to-man. And then to give up cheap extra possessions is just, like, killer. It's killer for, especially when you're on the road and gets the home crowd into it. Like, we don't want to be going into Maryland this weekend and giving up too many offensive rebounds. That place is going to be rocking. Oh, yeah. College game day. I was looking at tickets online today, like... I think they're going for two hundred plus at this point.
0: So I jumped on that. Those have doubled since I bought really? my tickets.
1: Yeah. So what would you? You got yours a long time ago, right?
0: Oh yeah. I think I bought. Well, so being out here in DC it makes sense, right? Yeah, I already yeah. knew I was gonna be here. Um, bought those way in advance.
1: Yeah. Stuff is yeah. You could sell those right now, and make it good, some good money. I don't think I could. My
0: heart could do that, man. Not really? Not worth it. I'm I'm a hundred percent going wearing wearing my number five jersey.
1: You're cool to sit there and watch us get smoked.
0: I'm cool to watch the, us smoke them too. <laughs> Just go on the opposite end. I'm gonna oh, keep it no, positive. That'd, that'd I'm keeping it positive. Um, you know, it'd be nice though, because this week, like each night, are going to have you know, Illinois plays Nebraska today, but outside of that, you know, we start the week. Every game's going to be crucial coming in. So week or game one against Iowa, haven't played them. Thank God we get them at home, but. Do we stop Garza?
1: Stop him, no. He's going to get his. He's going to get 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 his. his. I mean, Iowa is a team that does not play any defense, really. But offensively, they're juggernauts. I mean, they go up and down the court uh, consistently scoring in the 80s. You look at Garza, you'll see him drop 30, 40 a night. That's dirty. He's getting them inside, outside. They give him the ball everywhere. He's not afraid. He's got the green. So who's who's guarding him? It's gonna be Tillman, right? It's yeah, got to be. be. I mean, size wise. He can match up with them. Or do That's you double him decently? Um,
0: I think not at the beginning. In
1: spots, in spots for sure. You, you know, like quick double team. They got a lot of shooters though. That's the thing. I know. So you
0: start doubling, they they start popping them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We need the home crowd to really be alive tomorrow. This is the it's a huge game.
0: You know, there's been sparks of the is on this year that I'm like, yes, that's how loud it needs to be. So yeah. I'm hoping it translates into this one too. But I mean, if if anything, we've we've seen our demise on one player, right? One player teams have cr- just crushed us. <laughs> just weird. it just doesn't seem like so. Like a good a good analogy would be like um, Ethan Happ at Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. One person team, great, got his twenty plus. No matter what. But you still could beat that team. You could you could either focus on him keeping it outside. Or you could shut him down a little bit. He's still going to get 20. But you're stopping everyone else from contributing. We haven't done that yet this year. On one team. And I'm scared that he's going to make everyone else work better against us. So that's your point that having... The third score come out is going to be the most important for this game actually, and probably rebound. But really, the third score because we got to keep up with them in scoring.
1: Keep you know? up with them. I mean, if you can keep these guys, if you play a good defensive game, you're gonna you're gonna run these guys out of the gym. In my opinion, like they're not gonna defend us good enough. Where if we lock down defensively, keep them at like in the 60s even. Whoa. Like that, I think you win 10, 20 point win. Now is that does that happen? Like I don't think that's like, realistic. I'm saying if you lock down tomorrow, there's a chance to blow this team up.
0: But if you're – okay, so if you're Iowa and you're coming into this game, you go, all right, we just got to stop Cassius. So it's really yeah. going to be someone someone stepping up.
1: That's it. I and mean, that's what people are doing now, right? I mean, that's – That's what Maryland did with us Maryland at the last did. three minutes of the game. Exactly. Don't let Cassius beat us. Even against the Nebraska, Cassius, he was good, but because he had so much help that his numbers were more at the end that he got all his points. So he didn't have Which is to fine him. with me, man. Get Get yeah. your
0: points however you want. As long as someone's helping you, man. You can't.
1: Yeah, man. They didn't need him to be a one-reliant scorer.
0: Which we're not really good at. Our system's not made for that. No. He's got to run,
1: man. I mean, it's, get... it's crazy when you hit threes how much it changes. Like, we were hitting our threes on, on Thursday.
0: Oh, my gosh. Everyone's shooting.
1: Aaron's yeah, played great. It'd be great to have him. But it's just so hard to rely on him as a, as a player just because you know he's going to get hurt.
0: Yeah. It <laughs> sucks to say, it. Just, say it. just stop taking charges, man. You don't. We need you yeah, in the game, not like out. It.
1: I agree with that. Never take a charge. There's like a rule, like Kyle Arms, no charges.
0: That just stop. I, I mean, but they're great plays. Game, they're great, and game. they're great because <laughs> it's his defense. It's I hilarious. Know. But like, and they're great, and it comes at great times. He's so good at it. But I need you to stay in the game. I can't have you like having a back spasm.
1: Yeah, it's scary. Like literally, the time he goes down,
0: I'm scared. Man it just it looks bad every time he goes down,
1: but he always has one of these games too, where like he just goes off.
0: I love it, I love it
1: yeah you can see, you can see the athleticism that he has, and if his oh, man his shot health, is beautiful if he didn't have such bad luck with his health man it would be he'd be a whole different player
0: oh hundred percent
1: I just looked at the line for this game tomorrow against Iowa. it's, uh, it's seven and a half. Which wow. I think is a little high personally. Seven and a half, like
0: Wait, they down. they've got Iowa favored. Seven no, and no, a half. No, no,
1: no. Michigan State favored.
0: Oh. I was like, what?
1: No, 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 I thought you knew that when I said that. Of course we're gonna no. favored this
0: game. I know. I was like, whoa. We're whoa. Favored.
1: We're favored by seven and a half. I think it's a little high, but- Yeah,
0: I I probably would Vegas have cut it under us. four.
1: Vegas likes us, people like betting on us.
0: We don't do very good in covering though.
1: Yeah, people like betting on Michigan State at this time of year.
0: Is it like someone sees like historical data on yeah, end of close. February, end of March, because right, I mean, March? The
1: lines are pretty good it tells of like how games did it go, but it also is like it's out there to entice people to bet. Like I think it's a little higher than usual. it I think I thought it would open up at like
0: five and a half. I was gonna say four, a little bit lower, maybe four, three and a half. Seven and a half. I mean, like what? I mean, like in all honesty, like if you look at it, you know, yeah, we beat Nebraska by double digits but we're supposed to so i just i just don't know what the difference from that was going in for this and who i'm yes. not that confident going into this game to say we're going to clean house no and, and, and be up eight unless it's like a foul situation at the end of the game where we get in yeah that's
1: know? what i'm talking about right there like if we're up four late foul free throws and he stop and again they follow you again
0: can we ever be the team that's shooting the free throws though? Like, why do why do why do we have to catch people? Can we just be the ones that get fouled and like go to the free throw line? Because we have free throw shooters. Like We can shoot our free throws.
1: I and mean, oh, did you see the Arizona Oregon game this weekend? Toyota I did not. Oh, my
0: no, God. no, 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 I did not.
1: <laughs> they missed four free throws at the end of the game to win. Oof. Like that would happen to us if we got fouled and could make our free throws to win? Like, oh,
0: that well, that's what one of the positives our big men can make free throws. Yeah, and finish, finish and one. It's true. Not all the time, but they can.
1: This is a game that this team's that gonna do anything this season. They have to win. Like the Big Ten, look to me is like kind of out of the picture for now. Yeah, just for you know Big Ten tournament, March Madness tournament, like needs to be. These are games you need to win.
0: So let's let's look at the week, right? So that's Tuesday, right? That's a big game. Let's hope. Huge. Uh, Huge game, but then we got more games coming up, like you mentioned. Maryland at Minnesota on Wednesday. Yep. Rutgers go to Penn State now. Rutgers is on the decline.
1: Rutgers, I think, is yeah, falling back to the where people thought they'd be.
0: Well, I still think they're yeah, they're falling back. But I I would have put them beginning season bottom barrel with Northwestern. That's yep. where I would have put them this year. But I didn't know enough about them, and then now coming into it, watching it, you know, uh, they can they can put up fights. You know, I wouldn't count them out for another upset somewhere down the road. So, but again, Penn State's at home fair. And then we get into, you've got some crazy stuff going on because Saturday or on Saturday, you've got us in Maryland, Penn State, Iowa. So literally the top four are playing yet again on Saturday against each other.
1: Yep.
0: It is going to be one heck of a weekend.
1: Yeah. Thursday night even there's, Four games Thursday night. I'm so excited for that. Four Big Ten games. Well, those are even you crazy. You usually don't get that on a weekday.
0: You got Wisconsin-Michigan. Yep. That's a huge game, too, because that's either pushing Wisconsin to seven or Michigan almost out of the out of the race. Yep. You got Indiana-Purdue. That's a big game for Indiana. Big rivalry. Big rivalry. Illinois should clean up at Northwestern.
1: Yep. Ohio and Ohio State, State, State going down to Nebraska. Nebraska like they should, but I mean.
0: You never know these days. You
1: never know. In the weekend,
0: like you said. Weekend, crazy. Huge. Game. Another Sunday, you got the rivalry Michigan, Ohio State, mm-hmm. Minnesota, Wisconsin, Indiana, Illinois. Indiana, Illinois is a big important game for Big Ten play. I mean, all these games are you know, going game to have huge.
1: That, that Northwestern, Nebraska game right there. That's, <laughs> like, it's, a, it's been a more irrelevant Big Ten I, game ever.
0: I've heard. I've heard tickets are for two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> like, it's
1: ever been a more irrelevant game. Like that's. The <laughs>
0: best. It'll be interesting to see all the other games though, because all of that is. I mean, you could slide anywhere from second place in the Big Ten to like tenth. Well, yeah. maybe not tenth, but you get my picture. It is. I can't wait to see what a- actually is the Big Ten bracket, like the tournament bracket. Like that'll be interesting to see what they place them. Indianapolis
1: is where it's at this year. That's going to be a crazy time. Like, Man, have
0: you looked at tickets, Randy?
1: You know I haven't. I have not. I've, never, I've actually never been to a Big Ten tournament.
0: I think you want to go one day. I haven't been to India, Chicago. Being out here, I did the DC one. I love yeah. it. DC is not the right place for the Big Ten though. Yeah. It's such it's such an ACC world.
1: When the Big Ten tournament was in Indianapolis, twenty sixteen. Yeah. Purdue played Michigan State in the final on that Sunday in Indy, and I did. I drove down for that day to to go to the game. That's sick. Like after they they won on Saturday, I was like, all right. Woke up early. <laughs> the game was at three o'clock in the afternoon. Woke up around like left around six or seven in the morning. Drove down.
0: Smart call. A That's also kind of
1: to the game. Drove back.
0: Is that not a Midwestern thing? Yeah, you know, I woke up at like six o'clock in the morning, just drove six seven hours, and just <laughs> and went to the game.
1: Yeah, it was great. I don't I know if won. you find
0: that anywhere else. Yeah, I just so woke awesome. up and I drove from California up to Oregon. <laughs>
1: yeah. It was it was a good time.
0: I will say, the year I went, when I was here, Michigan won, and it was almost disappointing to watch Michigan win an entire tournament and have a good season. Um, but the tournament itself, I mean, you buy the day passes. I bought every day, and it was fun to go to all the games. I mean, it's like March Madness, but even on steroids, because you get so many games.
1: That's what I say to people about Vegas. It's like, tournament, obviously, they're not going to beat the big t- – I mean, the – top The What I keep saying that? You're not gonna beat March Madness. Yeah. Opening weekend, Vegas, like that hype. But I will say, the weekend before the conference tournaments, there are so many more games, all day. Cause you got, you know, you got the West Coast games. All you know, they're got playing. You got Hawaii playing at like eleven o'clock at night. You know, so you got every co- and it's every conference. To, that's what I'm saying you have so many more games. It's almost like hard to keep track. Of. The week before, it's, and it's way cheaper for people that want to do it. It's betting crazy.
0: slip, betting slip, betting slip, betting yeah. slip. <laughs>
1: yeah, so something I definitely got to do. Like, and I would actually choose to go to that more than in person uh, opening weekend. Yeah. I want to watch so many of the games the opening weekend. Well, and, like, and I don't want to be at one venue where I get one game. For a conference tournament, I'm more inclined to, like. I'm not you're gonna see all invested them. into the conference tournaments for other conferences. True. So just going to the Big Ten. Would be more fun. Well, and
0: think about this year. Guess how many games, how many good games are going to come out of the Big Ten tournament this year?
1: Thursday afternoon. As soon as you get the people that only have one by, the games with only one buy, like (sighs) those are going to be great games from the start. Sometimes you get blowouts those days because.
0: Yeah, because it's just so lopsided.
1: Where you usually wait till Friday when you get all the teams in. That's what the day is. But man, Thursday's going to be a great day in itself.
0: Man, I usually take off the. the, March Madness days, Thursday, Friday, first weekend. Big Ten might, might might play a role into this one now. I mean, those are gonna be some really good basketball games.
1: One good thing you do have, I don't know what time you get out of work. The second game of the day on Thursday and Friday is usually like two thirty three o'clock. So like you're almost already out. You only really miss one game, which is nice. Little half day action. Little half day action. Little half day. You know me. I already take off the Thursday and Friday for the uh, NCAA tournament. So.
0: That's one of the fun ones though, because I mean, you got your brackets freshly printed. It goes to sh- shit right after that day, but whatever.
1: Yeah, you start betting on games then. Ah, there it is. You make there it, all it is. There, make it all back up. Yeah, I would, I would say the NCAA tournament opening weekend is my favorite. Like that Thursday. Yep. I don't think I think my favorite day of the year. Friday, same thing. Like probably my two favorite days of the year which is
0: crazy but those are some of my f- favorite weeks because they go so quick. You know, you roll, you roll Big 10 tournament week. Then you go straight into March Madness. And then you go April ends up the final four whether you go or not, be great. And then right after that is the Masters. That's so a it's a good sports couple months to be able to watch a little bit of cool uh, right before the uh, start of baseball.
1: Yeah, April underrated month for sports, I'd say. Very, very underrated. It's the summertime. Yeah.
0: I mean, even like first game yeah, baseballs like baseball. are fun to watch.
1: Yeah, the like only baseball the summer's kind of boring.
0: Well, I'm. Yeah, I could say like after about twenty games of baseball, I'm good.
1: Yeah, you got the golf.
0: Well, and I'd, I'd say I'd say I'd be in it if the Tigers were in it, but you know. That's that's me being Detroit sports fan.
1: Yeah. All right. You want to touch on some? Oh, so touch the Maryland game first. You're going to be there. Yeah. I don't think we have a chance. I mean, with the whoa, uh, like the hype that's going to be in this game for Maryland, like they can pretty much lock up the Big Ten if they win. Probably. I mean, it all depends on what happens before.
0: I think if they, well, let's say they lose to Minnesota, is that a better thing for us or worse thing for us to come in that game with two losses?
1: It'd probably be better if they win. I think they'll be even more hot if they lose to Minnesota. I mean, either way, like I said, it's going to be one of the biggest games of Maryland basketball history.
0: Uh, it, so, it might be I'm That might be, be taking, that's taking a I little bit too far. This will be their
1: first Big Ten championship.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, they were ACC before, and that's a tough conference too, so don't, don't discredit them. No, I,
1: I'm, I'm saying one of. I mean, I, I can – I can go through the rest of the game one day and tell you which one's the biggest. <laughs> I could it's say pretty much prob- du- any Duke or North Carolina game. But I'm saying, like, to win a Big Ten, this is historic for them. To- they would never oh, yeah. won a oh, yeah. Big Ten before. And oh, yeah. beating us would essentially, I would say...
0: Well, let's, okay, know? let's say they beat Not Minnesota, and then it, if they beat Minnesota and then beat us, like sh- they basically clinch, clinch it. Yeah, right? at
1: that point, then you're either going to have much fight for... Because either share share or outright. Like, if you get one more win, I think after us it would be outright. If you even lose your last two games, it'd be a share of the Big Ten. So you'd win either way. So they can pretty much lock up a Big Ten championship if they win Wednesday against Minnesota and then beat us. That's why I think
0: the game's gonna be. I see. I'm I'm on the opposite end of this. I'm on the opposite end. I think. I think we played some of our best 15 minutes of basketball against these guys. I think we know how to shut them down. We just we we slipped it up. We slipped it up, and that's on us. You know, I, I don't think Maryland beat us. I think we beat ourselves. And I think if you don't give them a 19-point lead at the beginning of the game, we can beat that team pretty well. Now, have,
1: you, have you been to a Maryland basketball game before? I have.
0: I have. I went to the one two years ago. Um, the so wall? I, I,
1: you ever heard of the wall? <laughs> it's going to be crazy, man. It, hard is,
0: hard. it is an intense list. I will say when we went two years ago, it wasn't that big of most importance of a game. This is much more important. And we're going with some of my friends that are Maryland fans, so uh will be interesting
1: scott van putt will be there guarantee
0: typically typically at a loony loony bar okay. pub it's like the uh I hot spot the,
1: i remember the game two years ago we
0: won mm-hmm. It was fun we were down so much a half though yeah, and we had a tremendous comeback so let's not do that and we keep it close up front yeah
1: i'm later optimistic i I am not optimistic. Like, Yeah, but
0: here's the thing: is you won't care if we lose to Iowa. You we we don't oh, win Tuesday. Yeah. What's the point? You know, yeah, you but, want to win more yeah, games, but right, but right. your but your but your your hypeness level goes down. Yeah, I still definitely care. I mean, yeah, of course you want to beat them, but like if we lose to Iowa and then then the Big Ten season dreams are out of there. Yeah, I want to win, but won't won't kill me if we lose another one but if we win at Iowa and we know that Maryland took us down twice and kept us from winning the Big 10 that would be hurt that would hurt way more Maryland is oh, yeah. good and I don't want to be there when we lose it like you know what I'm saying like that would suck I want to be there when we win it and we take control of our destiny
1: that'd be hype it would be hype to win
0: it on the road I I I love that we going to be there like I said number 5 jersey let's roll
1: you going to do it you going to tape an A on the back then? put
0: Winston no that's a little tacky that's <laughs> a little tacky I will be honest Travis Walton <laughs> Chris Hill no, Chris that was it? that was the one I bought it for all right. Chris Hill that was my boy but it just happened to work out really well with
1: Brent Forbes was he 5
0: too I don't remember Forbes all n- number five Travis Walton was definitely it because I remember when I was wearing when it was his season I don't remember if Forbes was 5 or not
1: Forbes was, Forbes was like when I loved him because his little like Twitchy head, where you always like lick his hand, touch his sneakers, lick his hand. His Ever seen him do that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that was hilarious. <laughs> a little twitchy head,
0: lick his hand, lick his sneakers. <laughs> it
1: was the weirdest thing. I was like, dude, that's pretty gross.
0: I'm pretty sure you're the one that pointed that out to me. He like, hey, yeah. hey, watch Forbes real quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch this. Watch this.
1: He was a like, he was the one of the players that kind of slips through the cracks a little bit. It's doing pretty well in NBA for Spartans. You
0: know? Oh man, I love watching him play. He, he through, shoots what, it years, so true.
1: Two years, maybe I think.
0: Man, I I'm I'm happy for him, man. I love that he transferred. Yeah. I I you know he's got a kid, and I, I love everything about it, man. The kid worked hard, right? And he did his position, and he and he's doing the same thing for the Spurs. And he can drain shots.
1: Tangent that was. Yeah.
0: Where <laughs> we live for the nostalgia. Yeah. All right, let's let's talk football real quick. A couple minutes on it. Uh, not crazy amount of updates, but but enough to to warrant some talk. Um. So, Matt, why don't you take us through some of the coaches that, that have joined us in the last six days?
1: Yes, sir. So we're on a Big Ten. We're talking about Big Ten, a defensive coordinator, which I'm kind of surprised we haven't locked down every our whole staff yet. I know it takes time. There were getting leaks about some of the guys a little early, and I think that we're trying to not let that happen again. So we haven't really heard any much, anything, any name about who's the defensive coordinator. Um, Hopefully, it gets locked up here within the week.
0: Would I'm you talking. be okay if it was trustful?
1: Uh, I mean, would, not really. I mean, I would, I would take it, but it's like. It, that. the money, money we gave him, like that would be kind of left on, right?
0: That'd be like, no one's coming here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That'd kind of suck. But yeah, Mel Tucker had a press conference today pretty much saying that it should be locked. And if everybody went out of the week. Um, Looks like a couple of hires we didn't talk about last week. Harlan Barnett came back um, from Florida State. He had been let go after Lily Taggart uh, was fired. They're saying defensive backs coach, maybe he'll be a guy that might be put up for defensive coordinator if no one gets hired. I, I mm. love the de- defensive mm. backs coach hire. Um, he was the guy that was here when we had no fly zone. Yep. With Arquaz Denar, yep. Lewis, Chris the Curtis real no-fly zone. Legit. And he, he definitely gave a swagger to that defense. You know,
0: I that love thing. watching highlights of that. Just watching on how much, how fast they were, how aggressive they were, mm-hmm. and how much space they had to cover.
1: Yeah, they were good. And him being a defensive backs coach, I think he's one of the best probably out there in the country. Uh, so getting him back is a huge win for Michigan State. Uh, if people were saying, oh, it's a retread. You know, it's getting the band back together but like
0: uh, that's a
1: a good heart any other school that got him would be happy right that's what i think i'm happy to have him so
0: and and you know he's happy to be here so it's yeah exactly you know you don't want the questionable guys here
1: and then uh ted gilmore um who was receivers coach at wisconsin yeah also known as a good recruiter so we took him away, and he will now be the tight ends coach and recruiting coordinator for Michigan State. That is interesting just due to the fact that it looks like Wisconsin really liked him and tried to keep him. Um, I don't know what we're going to be paying him. It sounds like he got a substantial raise.
0: Which um, makes sense. Maybe
1: overpaying for him, but when he had the money we do and we need him. like.
0: But it also helps having some people come from the Big Ten and other programs yeah, understand walk the walk, the exactly. talk the talk. If I'm it's, fine not, with it. it's
1: not my money. So people can say that overpay from whatever. I don't care. No, nope. like it's not my money. It's the school. They, they print money pretty much. So play whatever you got to do to get the guy you want. Cause it's funny. Cause the story came out on like the Wisconsin Sentinel or whatever, one of the newspapers, they had posted that Ted Gilmore took the job in Michigan state. Then they retracted it saying, Oh no, we false information. Like we were like, the is not complete. So people are like, wait, is he coming? Is he not? Apparently that story leaking hurt our negotiations with him. Um, Maybe had to pay a little more to get him at that point because then once word was out, now he's kind of like backtracking a little bit. Part of the reason why you probably haven't heard anything about defensive coordinator because they don't want that to happen if it is going to be someone from a different school that you know you don't want it to leak out when he's still hired on staff somewhere, right? You kind of want to it to be set in stone, done, signed, then he kinda comes out. Um, but yeah, Ted Gilman looks like a good hire. As yeah, a, I love as it. Defense coach he. To bring some explosiveness to that group. You know, nowadays tight ends more used in the passing game. He's used to that. He's coached before. Yeah, good recruiter, which is huge. I mean, he's the guy that took two receivers from West Bloomfield recently. Yeah, had was constant so he has a really good rapport in Michigan, which is great. You can kind of see that theme with Mel Tucker and all his hiring recruiting is such a big. Stuff and I also will
0: say, like, if you can pull receivers into Wisconsin when you know you're running the ball down the middle, moisture's exactly. hard time, and you're living in the middle of nowhere, cold. Now, don't get me wrong, I love Wisconsin's campus. It's phenomenal. But it's also hard to say, come up here for the winter for majority of your college career.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt about that. So, so great you hire can do there it there, you can do it in East Lansing. One Mother, one Courtney Hawkins. Great hire. Who's receiver at Michigan State from 92 to 96.
0: Bring that band Um, together, baby.
1: Definitely a lot of Michigan State ties there. He was the athletic director and And football coach coach at Flint Beecher High School. Yes, sir. Um, Pretty good talent out of there recently.
0: Um, I love that he was – I mean, that guy was in tears. Yeah. He is is so happy. Yeah. He's so, and that's 14 years of your life. I mean, that could be your end career retirement yeah. job. And t- stepping away from an AD coaching, that's pretty impressive. And, you know, coming from the high school side, it's more of a, you know, not one, you might have the networks of the high schools in the area, but yeah. two, you also care about the people. You know, he's going to bring that in too. Yeah.
1: You can see how happy people from Flint were. It's before. just passionate.
0: People and and honestly, that's what we were lacking last year. And it keeps you know, that
1: Flint to Michigan State connection, right? There's so much intertwined talent. talent and people between Michigan State and Flint, both in football and basketball. So just to have him there, I think perfect fit. I think definitely for the recruiting side, like you said, I know, people in the Flint area. Obviously, you have a lot of other contacts within the Michigan High School Athletic Association just through playing them and you know, meetings through the AD stuff. So that. He'll be able to get into any high school, I'd say, in Michigan to talk to his players. So that's huge.
0: So I coaching, think I,
1: coaching a position that he played at the school he played at.
0: Very, very true. So I, I bet you the guy's gonna have so much nostalgia when he walks on that field okay. first time. Oh, he's gonna love that. Uh, one shout I do want to say there, definitely think this is it's such such an off the coaching side of it, but one of the greater hires I liked is Darian Harris. Oh, yeah. Man, tried to that man sure. director of player engagement, that was a smart hire, man. Every fan loves Darren Every player loves him, and he loves Michigan State. Like, that that's is huge. passionate. Man, the man's great on Twitter. I love what, like reading all his tweets. Such uh, a good
1: ambassador for the school. That's pretty much what he is at this point, I, right? That's his, I, you that's know, his role.
0: I can well, and I can only assume how much what a what a director player engagement is. I'm just going to take it on the assumptions of it, but I think that fits the mold of his, uh, of what he does best. And, you know, that's really being a face and a in a public fig- figure for not just yeah. players but also the school,
1: yeah, being there for recruiting and for the current players. You know, he's oh been through it just a few years ago.
0: I it just when you look at that and you take it, so you you took some, you took some you, Mel Tucker. Uh, lack for better word, alum. You take some guys that were good on Michigan State, and you take the passionate guys and bring them in. I think that's a good recipe going on uh, on this hiring process. So yeah, I think
1: about Tucker understands what it takes to win here. I mean, the man the, making smart hires. I'm not going to say everyone's a home run hire. No, but well, we won't I think know that he either. understands. He's making the smart one. Like getting people to have attention to the school smart especially when he hasn't been heard
0: long well and he's playing and he's playing the PR game right he's been to basketball games hockey games women's basketball games he's done stuff with baseball like he is playing the PR role and he's recruiting
1: he's throwing so many offers out oh back. my I gosh like,
0: 2021 2022 yeah, quarterback
1: like, here yeah it's funny because he's like offering anyone he's offered it Colorado, yep, pretty much gets an offer for Michigan State if they were good enough to offer it. Really, enough, he's gonna you're gonna
0: here. play Colorado, come play Big Ten yeah, ball,
1: exactly. You see, you see, like you said, 2022 offers, and he's going after players in states that we really don't recruit that much. No, like and California, I love it Texas, Texas, Arizona. You know, he's really going all over the place, like we have you know, in these states, but not predominantly that many. And it'll
0: be interesting to see what sticks, right? Yeah. But you that will be what You shoot. You get one four star player. We got an imp- improvement. Yeah. You know I don't like stars. Stars are that. But I'm just saying if that's our first rating and that's how we're going, you get one guy that's four star rating. Yeah, I think we're making it's
1: it? more. I like the aggressiveness. Oh hell it's, yeah! It's not really about the rating the players. Obviously, I want the better players, I and mean, the coaches will be the ones that you know recruit their guys or whatever. But it's about the different. Style and the approach that Mel Tucker has with the aggressiveness, early offers, really getting out there it's totally different than what D'Antonio's tenure was about. You know, he was really about evaluate, sit back, don't offer first, kind of sitting. There. We'll get there when we get there. That's not really how it works nowadays. That's what you see out there. So
0: now, social I love media
1: aggressiveness from, from Mel.
0: I like where it's going. We're we're you know again it's gonna take a little bit of time I'm fine with time I'm I'm content on the decisions that are being made right now it would be phenomenal if we did get a home run DC hire you know something that was worth like paying a ton of money for um, names do not put in my head right now but that would like fill the complete circle right yeah Mel people believe Mel Tucker so you got people in his corner you got people that been here know the players are in the player corner. You got the passion of people. If you get the home run, that's a genius up and coming person. I think you got the recipe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, I think he'll find someone just fine. I don't want it to be one of the guys you already hired, but
0: yeah, same. But yeah, I think that's a good stop here. Another crazy week. I'm just glad we have a lot to talk about. But,
1: yeah, there's gonna be a eventful couple of weeks here for basketball. I'll have I'll be passionate one way or the other.
0: I'll be probably texting you every second <laughs> of of the day tomorrow and all throughout Saturday, so probably all week. But yeah, anyways, it starts
1: tomorrow. W- Do you think we win tomorrow? Yeah. Okay.
0: I think we win. I don't think we cover. I think we win.
1: Okay. You think we win Saturday? You know let's get th- let's get through Tuesday. Okay.
0: Let's get through Tuesday, one game at a time. Okay. Am I, I don't even. I think that really makes difference of what happens on Saturday too.
1: Sounds good.
0: All right. With that being said, go green.
1: Go white.